Hello, hello, hello. I'm Michelle. And I'm Veronica. Welcome to our podcast, I Don't Know To Be Honest, a safe space for people who do not be knowing. Like Michelle, hey so I got my birthday na- nails done, and I think I'll speak about it on my the last episode. But um, I've been doing this. I'm gonna give you guys some ASMR if you guys like ASMR vibes. But I've been doing this with my nails a lot. That sound. Inject it. <laughs> you know what? My one, my one is the the one on the table. Like, so I don't I don't have acrylics because my work wouldn't allow us to have nails like that, unfortunately, for infection control, whatever, whatever, whatever. But um it's that it's when you're tapping the table with your nails, but like in one nail, one finger after the other. You know, so it gives that sort of like wave of like, yeah, yeah, that, 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 impa- yeah, exactly, that one. It just reminds me of like, and, and where I actually start developed a, a taste for that um, hand motion when you have acrylics is basically, I was watching, I don't know if, you, if you've seen Dennis, I think it's Dennis, I don't know if it's called Dennis the Menace, the, the, the cartoon is called Dennis the Menace, but the movie I think is just called Dennis. Um, and obviously, if you know, I'm sure a lot of you have watched it as kids and whatever, but like his, I think his mom took him to work with her because nobody wanted to babysit mm. that kid because he was a menace. <laughs> and his mom took him, his mom took him to work with her. And there was this lady that her mom's his mom's colleague um, that really was a bit of a douche. Like she just wasn't a nice person. Um, and I think it's either they were in a meeting or something. She or, or maybe they were in a copier room or something like that. But she just walked into the room and she was there popping. You know when you pop gum, you blow the bubble and she's popping her gum like you blow oh. the bubble and pop the bubble. I know you I like that. You love it. popping gum. Honestly speaking, it I really makes the back. It, ba- it makes the back of my neck itch a little bit, like gum popping. Oh my gosh. Oh no. But oh anyway, she gosh. comes in no, and she's like, like <laughs> she's popping. She's popping her gum like she's blowing it to the max. You know when you blow it so much, you think it's gonna cover your nose when it pops. Yeah, she's blowing it like. Yeah. That and then she's tapping the table. She's doing with her nails, and I'm like giving us beats. She's giving us and it's just like I don't know what it was. I've always wanted to do that. So obviously, the first time I got my nails done, I had to find the first flat surface I could do. To... <laughs> she said, "Give us impatience in real life." <laughs> No, so I do I do uh, love the sound of like acrylic on hard surfaces or just like uh, that that together. You know, sometimes I just do that exactly. I just so do this good. sometimes. Just knock yeah, like them together, knock like this. this together. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a two-week holiday so that doing acrylic nails could actually be worth it because there's no point in me doing it one weekend only to, to take it off. Yeah, I need a holiday in order to be and able to do it. Mm-hmm. We'll see anyway. Hopefully, from the from the seventeenth of May. Although they've already released the green country, so um, hopefully, even if <laughs> speaking of even if Veronica, I have a question. What is the question? Is it Afro? Yeah. It do you Afro? think? Do you think it's going to happen? Um, so we um, are in a group chat. Michelle's vying that it does that it doesn't happen because she doesn't want to pay any more money. I I don't <laughs> know. know. I, I, <laughs> the ulterior motive that Michelle's asking is questionable. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, 
okay can, can I tell you what I'm what's going to happen regardless on my mm. perspective I think we should go to Portugal regardless mainly because I booked my flight but I think we should go to Portugal regardless Regardless. Oh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I want to go to Portugal. In fact, I think that I'm I'm most if I'm Portugal almost certain if they let me, I will, I will go to Portugal. But I was just thinking about the festival. Yeah. I think it's the festival more than anything. But that's to be honest, thing. we don't lose I, anything. I think, I think I think yeah, that's the thing. I, tickets, I think so like, we don't lose anything. Really. Exactly. We'll and I just wanna I just want Exactly. I just want to issue a public service announcement before this even goes forward, just to say that I know that like a few episodes ago, I was like, oh my God, Afro Nation. Probably one of the episodes in October when I was like, oh, I don't know why they're trying to do it. And you might, as you might have heard now, I'm clearly going. Um, so I just want to say that like, as I told you people before, to shine your eye to the left, shine your eye to the left again. And don't be... <laughs> If you see me there, you see me there. <laughs> like, we move. We just have to move. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I agree with you, Michelle. I feel like, I don't know, I feel as if what is tentative for me is that it's a festival. Mm. And like, they're literally going to be 25,000 people descending on a beach. How the hell is Afro Nation? Like the beach is only so big. It's not mm. going to have social distancing policies in place. But then uh, I also at know all. that like... Not even in the, as all, in... When I tell you at all, it's literally like... There's no way they can control. It's an open field. There is no way they're going to be able to go control. How many? You're going to have to have one guard per t- for each individual. So you're going to need to have 12,500 security members on top of the 25,000 people who are actually attending. Because who's going to look at every individual and be like, yeah, you guys are two meters? I don't think there's even enough beach for every, for 25,000 people to be two meters apart. Let's be frank. <laughs> It's no, it doesn't even, it doesn't even make sense. Like it just doesn't even make sense. But I know, what I know is that like, if it does go ahead, it will be fucking lit. Like if it does go ahead, the Corona that we'll get afterwards is. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Let me, oh, go on, babe. Variant, it'll be the the, the Afro nation. You know when they say COVID-19 forward slash, it'll be COVID-19 AN. The XY or something. Honestly, I I just boy, I, I'm not gonna lie. I personally I don't want to be an op, but I don't think it should happen. I'm being very honest because when I'm looking at the situation yeah, in I'm, India, I'm, which is very, no, very, very dire, I don't think it should happen. I think it would be a in fact, mm. I would see it coming. You'd just be you'd be looking at the government like you lot knew, you lot knew that this was gonna happen. There's no yeah. way me, ordinary civilian, I can project yeah. how catastrophic this would be because when I say it, it's not because it's too soon. Like it's not, it, it literally, we're in May. We haven't, not everyone's been fully vaccinated. We've already found out that some of the vaccines are not I haven't even effective been against. For the vaccine, See, Michelle. they haven't finished. And, and when is Afro Nation supposed to be? End of June. I mean, first to the 3rd of July. I won't even have my that's, first, if that's I have my the other first day. Dose, it'll be... That's that's coming. Yeah. That's a few. That's a few weeks away. Like it's not. It literally, it's a couple of months away. I don't think it's gonna happen. We cannot just. Go, we have to go ease into this. We barely even as as we speak right now. We're still doing. People can meet outside. I think we're still sitting outside in restaurants in six in a group of six. <laughs> so you right. think we're gonna go Staying from that to, to twenty five thousand in a couple of months? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the suffering that we're gonna do. Now, so I don't think it's gonna happen. And in fact, I can bet money that it's not gonna happen. I'm just gonna be looking. So when they say no what from the minute they issued the statement of oh yeah at the moment we're we're working with portugal to see that da, 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 da. if not it'll be postponed they're already already preparing our mind for 2020 i don't think so 
Mm. I, I don't, you know what? I don't think that like, I feel as though, you see that one, one thing about Smade, mm. <laughs> he wants his money. <laughs> one thing about Smade is that I think he wants his money. And I, I think that like, I, I think like if I'm speaking from a professional and uh, like an objective space, mm. I think that it's a very, it will be very, very irresponsible if it went ahead this year. It'll be incredibly irresponsible because it's the the virus itself in certain places is actually wreaking havoc. And the reason why it's going to be irresponsible is that we think that, okay, the majority of people going to Afrination are coming from the UK, but there are pockets of people coming from other countries as well. What will that do to the health system in the UK? Not only in the UK, but also like if, if another variant comes out of this, what will that do to the Portuguese health system? Mm. And what will they be able to sustain with 25,000 people on a beach? And I know because the main the main cohort of people that would attend Afro Nation are like people mm. of colour or mainly yeah. black people, let me be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I know somehow they're going to find a way to be like, ah, but then to be honest they can't even use their chest to do that because you agreed we did not you didn't you get strong-armed into hosting something like this they, they you know liaise country, with you. they will they will find a way they liaise with they you they, they, that would be very silly of them to be blaming them but i'm like look sir you're the one who said you no. if you gave us venue you can't blame us for what happens at the damn venue so shut the hell up yeah. but also um Apparently, what what actually preceded the whole the this this outbreak of this um virus again like this increase in numbers significant increase in numbers and actually the case catastrophic i'm not gonna lie, i've been avoiding the news because actually it's not it's not been good for my mental health lately where in where i've just in been india. telling in india is they had a festival they had something and there was just people on the beach and uh, there was something that yeah something big preceded this because we didn't hear about them struggling with the with the virus before that like you know like even in nigeria because you'd be thinking jesus how is nigeria i was fearing the fear of god for like Nigeria when we had this pandemic because I was like, oh, do we do we do we have the discipline? Just do we have the discipline to actually do what we've been doing here as an actual lockdown no, in Nigeria? I, I, think, I was I think questioning. We should that. not say we should not say we should mm. not say the word, sorry, Michelle, but I don't think we should say the word discipline. I don't think mm. discipline comes, it's actually privilege. Like to be able to Okay, yeah, that's true. That is true. That's very true. I, I, I do, yeah. Like yeah. like in a country, in a country like Nigeria, where like, okay, because of um chronic underfunding and people not putting together social services together more people are living people on top of each other in houses to, yeah people no actually i, they I, I absolutely space. take that back you they, need yeah, access to yeah, running yeah, water absolutely. you need yeah. that yeah it's not they would need it's people like, need to go out and hustle because it's literally like die by the virus or die exactly. by starvation or die by, die by unhealthy con- con- conditions i need to go out and mm. struggle because unfortunately there's no systems in place for me to just be able to survive from the com- from the comforts of my home you know so actually you're Absolutely. We didn't have the privilege to be able to deal with this type of pandemic. So I was very scared for Nigeria. And I'm glad that they managed to keep the numbers down. Although the numbers are rising again, but they managed to keep it down and it wasn't as catastrophic as it could have been, you know. But India was also, I didn't hear about them. in the, You know, like we heard about Italy. We heard about the United States. We heard about ourselves. <laughs> we knew what we were going through. And now it's actually, as in my mum is telling me how people are like doctors are dying. People are fighting, as in actually fighting doctors. It's like every, there's so much desperation. It's it's causing chaos and violence. And and I'm like, when things should be calming down, this poor country is actually fully, fully going through it right now. And what preceded this was actually um, 
there, there was a, there was something that happened. I don't know what festival. I didn't. I didn't even Google it. My mum was just telling me there was a festival or some sort of gathering that happened, and there was an open plan. Beaches. People were just in there swimming up together, festering. Mm. You know, it's just yeah. Anyway, so I that was made this here and this. Yeah, honestly, I I don't think it'll be a wise thing. It'll be very stupid for the government, the UK government and the Portuguese government to allow this happen. So hopefully they can block it. I'm not going to say, I hope they do. Nah, nah, even let me not lie. For our sakes. My bank account is saying I hope they block it. (laughs) My bank account is saying I hope it doesn't actually go go ahead. Because what's the use of vibes? Even if I get... What's the point of vibes when we have to be locked down again? Like, as in, let's vibes for one time and let's suffer again for another year. Really? Do we really want that to happen? I like how you think like that. That's really beautiful. <laughs> Not very good point. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to think ahead. I'm like, if we have another thing and they shut us down for another year and a half, is, is the vibes going to be, is, is the vibes going to have been worth it? I don't know if I could say yeah, that. that's a good point. No, you know but yeah, yeah. anyway speaking speaking about vibes and yeah. um the state of the world it was sir david attenborough's birthday uh, yeah. of course that man is a taurus yes. of course he's a taurus <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it was his birthday yeah i want to just issue issue i have like very conflicting views about david attenborough because on one hand um if you're this is just basically a hack for everyone as well if you ever suffer with anxiety or you have trouble sleeping mm-hmm. um if you like open the oceans netflix you know like how he does his like nature series on netflix mm-hmm. i find his voice very very calming yes it so is. anytime where like i can't sleep i think it's like the big blue sea something along these lines you know you type in this man's voice you see the one where they have whale let me see, tell you something you that one and you start to watch let me tell one. you something i was once seeing a guy if you listen to this, I don't give a heck. He all, all he knew how to do is come and watch this with me. So conversation you cannot have, intellectual conversation you cannot have, um, stimulation you cannot have. But but at the night time he's like, oh yeah, so come and watch this. You put that, you put it on the background there. So it's supposed to, it's supposed to do what? lull us to sleep because you don't have anything to contribute. He might. Okay, I don't give a heck. Okay, that seemed. That I don't give like a, a heck. Very personal. <laughs> no, it was a personal attack because no, actually, <laughs> <the> nigger. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me say this. It just reminded me. I just said it like that because I do have animosity that I'm working. I'm working on letting that go because one, mm. sh- a person shouldn't live in your head rent free like that. And to be honest, he doesn't. But you just said something that really, really triggered me. So that was a very triggered statement yeah. because literally, it would be a case of. Oh yeah, uh, let come watch this with me. So at first I thought it was cute because I was like, oh, let's do some quality time. So while you're wherever you are mm-hmm. and I'm wherever I am, we can just be on YouTube watching the same thing at the same time. We'll press play at the same time. It's cute. We watch nah, it it's to giving sleep. I advice. thought it was bare cute. Then I realized it was a tool for it was it was it was it was a tool, a blunt tool, but a tool regardless for mm-hmm. whatever he was trying to do. I was like, so is this is this is this what you're pulling out of the bag, yeah? cool um anyways but on the bright side it was good it was calming and it it did help me sleep but it just it made me realize this is how you're evading conversation (laughs) i'm yelling i'm yelling i am actually fucking screaming my head off somebody actually commented that whenever i say i'm yelling i never scream but that's because i think that it would be hard for me to go ah I think so. We tweeted. My sister just texted me. I'm screaming. I live in the same house. I don't hear anything. 
me. I am. I was like, I am she. Because I'm literally just here, like, oh my days, guys, I'm actually. I'm I'm done out here. I just yelped. I didn't say a damn thing. I did it internally, but it's quiet yeah. as, as you can hear a pin drop in this room. <laughs> Bruh, I, I love it when people say I'm screaming and their voice and just their voice and their face is just so like blasé. It's, it's, it's like, hmm, interesting. But I love it though. Me, some part of my soul is screaming. <laughs> it's screaming. But it's similar to the way the world is screaming because yeah. of environmental crisis, because of yeah. the environmental crisis. Look at me looping our way around today, Jackson Burke. Burke is saying we're practicing these segues today. We're, we're practicing. We we have, <laughs> we have a schedule. <laughs> we have an agenda. We have an agenda. <laughs> Bring it right back. <laughs> Let's try and stick to it this time. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. No. so David Attenborough's like, birthday. He turned what ninety five? Yeah. Oh, that's old. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's just my granddad's age. Hold on, let me. Look. Oh, was well, your granddad? When, when I, it's actually a privilege to grow. Yes. No, genuinely, it's actually a privilege to grow old. And I think that those those of us that are like um, given the privilege, like the God given privilege to grow old, like mm. I hope you just know, like it's it's so beautiful. Like I really love speaking to older people. He's 95, by yeah. the way. The man is 95. Oh yes, I didn't just dream it. He was born on the 8th of May, 1926. 1926. Sorry, he was alive in the 1920s. Oh my God, Jeez. this is his second roaring 20s. Oh. Yeah. Well done. God damn. That's a, he's doing well, you know. Okay, so this is actually something I wanted to talk on. This man is actually an eco-fascist. He moves like an eco-fascist. Like, okay, so... Explain explain to the people, them, that don't be knowing what eco-fascism means before we go into yeah, it. Yeah, okay, so I this, this is stuff that I really should have Googled the actual meaning because I can tell you, like, the... Um, the the way that I understand it, but the vibes, the names actually, the vibes is no because the minute you mentioned it to me, the vibe, the vibe I get from that is okay. I just put fascist and and eco together because I'm like okay, so he's basically like give it all up for the cause of the environment. That's how I see it. Somebody who's just like the environment first. He's very much like I want. It's a very sacrificial way of looking like for the environment, for the environment. That's how I saw it in my head. I did Google it, but I was like okay. So it is just, it says it's an authoritarian. Yeah. Uh, it, go on. Yeah, Actually, so like, Frank, I'm going to let you do it. Thank Give you. us definition. Um, so, like, <laughs> so like eco-fascism um, is like the the ideology. Mm. Okay, I can tell you how I understand it in this context of David Attenborough. So eco-fascism is defined by Wikipedia as the theoretical political model in which an authority authoritarian government would require individuals to sacrifice their own in- interests to the organic whole um, the organic whole of nature and what I mean by this in this context of David Attenborough so David has said some kind of wayward comments in the past before mm-hmm. where he's spoken about the main issue of the land being overpopulation whenever like theorists or academics speak about the issue of um, the issue of environment, the environment being overpopulation. Yeah. I'm always a bit skewed as a person that has a bit more of a social equity view on the way that health and well-being is managed. Look at me going into my work bag. Yes, you oh, do. I'm so educate, educate me, educate me, please. I'm educated at. I just want to say um, that accent, I don't know where it came from. I'm sorry. Um, so 
that um what i'm tr- what i mean by this is that david attenborough has used comments about like oh overpopulation is the reason why like we're having so many issues with the environment because there's so many people in this world um it um we're having to overproduce materials to mm. match the demand of the people that are in this world oh, okay. one can i actually say that's like incorrect (laughs) the reason why okay so there are a lot of people in this world but there is also a lot of global inequity Mm. there is intra-community inequity which means that there's inequity within like countries and then there's inter-community inequities which is seen between i hate this term but i'm just gonna have to use it the global south and the global north and so, like, within the global south, you have countries like, um, well, continents like Africa and then some countries in, like, Asia um, which and some countries in, like, Latin um, South America that feel the brunt of the, uh, the, the, the disparities that have been done to the environment. So I'll give mm-hmm. you an example, right? So take, like, you know, so China is 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 famous is famous for being such like the powerhouse of the world so like they are the reason like there is no i think that there's a statistic that said there is not there is nothing in anyone's house in anywhere in the world that hasn't passed through (laughs) china like (laughs) literally nothing in anyone's house in any part of the world that hasn't passed through china so it's the powerhouse of the world but you have to think of the effect of the on the environment of for those people around those factories that mass produce goods that mm. often we might not need. So I think with the world and like this whole, whole idea that this world is overpopulated, it feeds into the idea that everybody is getting enough to sustain them. Um, when the actually, yeah, is, some people are really getting more than they need and some people are literally getting uh, nothing at all. Nothing. And yeah. the people that are getting nothing are feeling the effects of um, of, of the, the environment like, because, yeah. of, because of colonialism, mm-hmm. because of neocolonialism, mm-hmm. because of racism, because of sexism, sometimes because of homophobia, they feel the effects of that far worse. Like, when you speak to people that want healthier environments, and this is even if we bring it into a UK context, right? The WHO. Oh my God, I'm getting into my bag. The WHO, <laughs> I hope y'all are taking notes because I am. Because I'm going back there. to I'm, I'm going back to like not putting this part of my brain on after this. So like the WHO has it um, has has um, said on numerous occasions that the air quality in London, this is mm-hmm. before coronavirus, causes okay. an excess of nine thousand deaths a year. That means That's, the there's no the surprise air. there. There is no surprise there. Michelle said it's stinky. Like <laughs> Michelle said. Sometimes it sometimes it's just you just walk outside, you're like, this thing is really I can feel it on my skin. Mm. Honestly, honestly, like it's giving hmm. And I don't know <laughs> if any of our listeners um have ever left London for a period of time and then come back in. You even notice that even I noticed it very, very quickly, the way my mm. body would change. Like mm. even my shoulders hunch over a bit more. If I've left London for a considerable amount of time, then I come back in because I can feel my chest, like my back trying to protect my chest from like basically the fumes I'm ingesting if Mm -hmm. I blow my nose the content of that comes out of my nose in the first few weeks of me coming back to London after going from a long period of time is black Mm -hmm. and bruh it'll be (laughs) black and I start to see like black soot marks and after a week it kind of corrects itself because like hey clearly this is the air quality we're meant to be getting (laughs) I don't need to I don't need to filter (laughs) and so like (laughs) 
So this is how you can see that 9,000 extra deaths have been caused a year. And where... <laughs> no, I'm just howling because it's literally... It, I just imagine Veronica's n- nostril hairs going, nah, we just... We, we finna chill. We're Whatever chill, like- is, we're taking it all in. <laughs> we're taking it all in. <laughs> in goes the sulfur dioxide. In goes the nitric oxide. <laughs> in goes the, goes the pollutant matter. <laughs> Anyway, so um <laughs> you actually nerds because I literally went <laughs> it, it's it, it's crazy. And then you can see oh. how like those types of deaths are concentrated in communities mm. because the you know like how even though we live in the West, um, even in like London and stuff, there's specific communities in London that suffer more deeply from the effects of like social and structural in- inequities. Mm. So they're communities that are often poorer, they're communities that are often like marginalized already and that will be less likely because of their environment and also because of their access to healthcare even though access to healthcare is meant to be unanimous for everyone in the country we know people don't access healthcare in the same way absolutely and so because of that and because of the environments that they, they, they directly work in because of the high levels of stress that they might encounter because of the environment of the UK if they are migrant communities or people that are non-registered and non-documented they might feel extra stress and then obviously stress has like a negative effect effect on the body cortisol we know it's the body's bane Mm. and then this will then have an effect on how you're more likely or more susceptible to feel the effects of um basically pollution Um, Mm. and so whenever people give me this example that there are too many people in this world I don't know how many theorists need to tell you that there is actually enough resources in this world to adequately feed everybody there is enough in this world we have so much scientific knowledge we have so much theoretical knowledge we have even so much spiritual knowledge that we can enrich everyone in this world in an adequate the, way the problem is the bigger problem is inequality the bigger problem the is, is problem inequality is it, is, it is not overpopulation it is inequality it is that inequality. is it Any, inequality will show you that like because it's always those populations that like again the words of david cameron oh my god we need to think about contraception in the global south when you think about that shit like you either you, 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 for God's sake. you, you then begin to <laughs> me, me and my lectures fighting with my supervisors but like yeah you then begin to think about like how you are basically saying to people, what one, one, okay, even though everyone should have the right to contraception, and I know this conversation about contraception, contraception is incredibly nuanced. Yeah. In what and what I mean by this is just like there's some people that are having that don't actually want to have more children, but because they don't have equitable access to contraception, they are just having more children because whenever they have sex, they get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's some people that that stuff happens to. There's some people that suffer from violence, and then they then and then because of that, um in many ways it could be like uh younger marriages to people that they don't want to be married to because of yeah, there's violence. a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of issues there's a lot of re- the contributing mm. factors to that argument so i, I don't exactly. i don't know anything about david cameron's we can't population control is not, not it's cameron. not the it's not that who did you say i swear, I swear you just said david Damn, cameron David Ass- no i think you might have said david you might have said david cameron by the way correction i was thinking why is david cameron is it was this a was this a what do you call it a um 
oh, you know what, the manifesto, was this on some sort of manifesto? That's what my brain went. I was like, was, was this on some sort of conservative manifesto? Know, sorry, oh, no. sorry, guys. Um, David Attenborough, who was speaking about, oh, okay. I was like, this conversation, where did he, where did he come into this? Sounding like Trump. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the, the issue with, anyways, I've completely lost my, my train of thought here. But yeah, so the issue isn't overpopulation. Um, but of course they will try and find other. So what are you going to do about that? What, what exactly. are we? And they'll always, they, and, and it, it's always like, it's always a way it kind of always falls into like these colonial tropes of like this narrative that like these savages are the problem. And we need to bring, like, we need to, we need to find a way to kind of cull the, 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 the ravageness of these savages in these countries. They need to sit their white savior complex. No, they need to put their white white savior complex elsewhere, please. You've done enough. This is how it relates to ego fascism. So you've done enough. But yeah. These documentaries. But yeah, but, yeah. Okay, that that part of my brain is turning off because I need okay. to we'll switch off. We we'll switch off. But yeah, that was that's interesting because when you when you said that, I was like, <laughs> um, I've literally allowed myself. Although I don't follow him, I don't actually look listen to much of his ideals. I don't actually listen to much of his ideals. Um, and <laughs> if you guys see what happened, Michelle's mom tried to enter her room. If you see the way Michelle was like moving, like you know, yeah. <laughs> I should have locked my door. I keep, I keep saying I need to lock my like, door. Abort, abort. <laughs> abort mission. Abort mission. Um, yes, this is what you deal with when you live at home with your family. Somebody said to me, lock your door, lock your door. I should have. But then I thought if I lock my door, then the knocking will be continuing. Then I have an issue with going, uh... please busy right now um but yeah so that happened oh my god the actual panic in my face no the actual panic the actual panic in you know what you look like you know what you look like you know in the um you know next to petrol stations or mm. in america like um and they have those like, flimsy those, the, 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 like the flailing the flailing balloony thingies yeah that's exactly yeah, that's what i look like <laughs> Oh my days. Anyway, moving right on. Let's get back on track. But yeah, so that is David Attenborough and that happy birthday to him though. And he has done some good in this world. He just needs to um, hopefully just not be spewing inaccurate and false ideologies um, in the final, what seems to be, what is half a decade? He's living to a hundred. What is half a, is there a word for half a decade? Century. No, not half a decade. No, half a decade. So decades, 10 years. Is there, there's nothing. There's nothing to describe five years. No. No, nothing. So, okay. I thought there was one one random word that you could use to describe. But yeah, he's got. He's got the the. the I know what he's. I know. I get it. But yeah, relax. Enjoy, enjoy. Retire in peace. The the issues with the world Honestly. not going to be solved in your lifetime, my darling. Just relax. Breathe your air. Enjoy your retirement money. You've done. You've done well. <laughs> Bro, speaking about birthdays, um, yeah. I just want to let you guys know that Michelle didn't know who Jabria was. I was like, okay, when we came up with like the kind of agenda for this episode, mm. I was just like, oh, like Jabria. I was like, I want to talk about Jabria because I said Jabria Hims. Had the same birthday, and I said Hims. And Michelle was like, who the hell is Jabria? I was <laughs> I like, how do you know, know who Jabria is? And, she, and I was like, yes! Michelle Do you like, guys know? Do you guys know who Jabria is? Like, um, because I don't... She's, I'm sorry. 
No, I mean like because I don't know. Maybe for you lot, that like, you you t- you avid TikTokers or real like if you see it, because I don't look look at how, look at how she's, she's she's saying the the lucky shots. You avid TikTokers. No, you avid. No, no, no. You avid TikTokers or TikTok. Like to be honest, I love TikTok, but I find it to be a bit of a wormhole. Like when I'm in there, I'll just be there for hours, and it's like it's great, but mm. time has passed, and I've laughed so much, and I've literally like forgotten my reality. So. So I try not to use it as much. Yeah. Um, but also I'm not instinct. I don't inst- if I find myself there, it's literally because something has distracted me and I've gotten on there. I don't actually go, oh, I'm gonna go on TikTok. So I didn't know, genuinely didn't know. But she's this cute little girl with the, such a huge personality. And yeah, so adorable. And she's adorable. She's mm. actually adorable. And she's and she's doing the dances. I did actually go through um quite a few of the the, the reels on Instagram, actually. So I now know who Drip Jabria is and she's cute or whatever. Um nah, she, she's so cute. I just want to say, yeah, real queens are born on the 28th of April. So oh, yeah, there's also the fact that Veronica's definitely biased because you know, you're biased because now you believe it. <laughs> you have your fellow tourist queen. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah. Anyways, where were we? So yes, so happy happy belated birthday to Veronica and um, Jabria, um, and 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 them things there in it. Actually, speaking speaking of birthdays, have you decided on what your birthday outfit is going to be this year? Because I know you want um, Michelle's birthday this year is going to be a movie. It's going to um, be a but movie. But like, have you decided on what vibe you want us to go for? Um, I definitely want the. I say the day itself, like I have to pick one of the days um, to do a glam, a glam day. So I think the actual day of celebration of my day, which is going to be after the day because um, my actual birthday falls on a Wednesday. And so I'll be celebrating it on the weekend of that Wednesday, the weekend after um so yeah I I definitely wanted to be I have not decided on my birthday outfit I'm not gonna lie I think I definitely want my hair professionally done I have never had any professional do my hair um when I say professional I mean insta quality because the aunties are professionals you I'm not gonna sell you guys short you aunties have been doing bits for me when it comes to when I used to do weaves and when I used to do braids I mean I still do braids but now I do them myself um Mm. but I want to I want to be glammed up like instagram like i want to go to touch of joy i want to go to them ones there you know those 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 insta insta thingies insta um hairstylists trap house london them man there um yeah i'm i guess i'm getting a new wig <laughs> oh yeah guess baby. i'm getting a new wig one, <laughs> one thing i will say about these like these hair gurus is though like I actually realised there's a shortage of lace and the lace keeps on shortening. The shortage of lace keeps on shortening. What do you mean? As in, so, okay, so when I got my hair done for my birthday, the lovely, by the lovely Shariah Artistry, absolutely sensational um, hairdresser, like, I've never had my, had my wig laid like that. Like, it actually looked like scalp. Like, mm. you know when people say it looks like scalp, but it doesn't look like scalp, but this genuinely looked like, like scalp. scalp. Yeah. And so, um, and so, I was, she was saying to me that basically I need a 13 by six frontal. And obviously I always have 13 by fours because my issue with frontals is because my hair's so big, mm-hmm. my head is so big, my frontals will start lifting around the temples of my, um, of my head. Just okay. but, And then she was like, yeah, because you need more space because like there's only four inches of space. And then, you know, like they, they will use, 
you know, frontals technically, depending on your head shape, they're meant to pull it a bit more forward than you than your hairline is, so it doesn't disrupt your hairline. Yeah. So imagine they're using one inch to pull forward. That only means there's three inch space to do any type of like, you know, whatever type you want. And then yeah. also within that inch, that thing needs to be plucked as well. So it doesn't give much space for your hair to kind of breathe, kind of thing. Um, and so she was just like, oh, I need a 13 by six frontal. So I've been looking for a 13 by six frontal because I want to get one to replace my wig. And I cannot find one at nary a place, nary a place. <laughs> and um, yeah, and so like um, I was like in one of these like um, babes DMs and I was like asking her about the hair and she was just like, yeah, like there's a frontal shortage. Like even there's a closure shortage of good quality closures. So like you can get closures, mm-hmm. but good quality. Good quality ones. I would advise, I would advise there's someone that I would text you the name of, um, we, we both know this person, they're selling frontals, mm. but like a 16, a 16 inch front, frontals are expensive. But what I think personally is if it's a hair that you're going to wear every, like I wear my frontal twice a year, like two seasons, like across like maybe three months in the year. Mm-hmm. And I don't even wear it back to back. I wear it occasionally. So it's okay that my frontal isn't the highest quality, but it needs to be a good enough quality that when I wear it, it doesn't frustrate me that it's on my head. Mm-hmm. I don't know that, 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 that there's how I look at it. Uh, I'll send you a name of someone that actually has some frontals. Please, it, it, please. Yeah, because you need to buy it now. I would suggest buying it. Because your birthday is early June. It's early June. It's the so second week in June. June. Yeah. Yeah, I need to Hey, now. my account has already suffered and the month has just started. I don't know. Bruh, I don't know. I don't know. This, this is, this is, this <laughs> is the thing about this world that we live in. I actually don't know. Like, what the heck? Like, do, okay, let me not even start thinking about finances before I start crying on the pod. Um, oh, no, no, I've actually got this is a very good segue. Look at us segging well, away in mistakes and ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a really good segue is now that you're speaking about finances, I mm-hmm. want to clarify something. And a few episodes ago, I said that Boris Johnson uses taxpayers' money to pay for refurbishments on his house. XOXO Gossip Bell, aka Dominic Cummings, has mm-hmm. actually said that <laughs> Boris money from money from Tory donors not from the public, but money from Tory donors that he, he didn't declare mm. to refurbish his house. Apparently, I think that's what it was. Um, oh, shit. Then. Or, or like he's like, he, it was meant to be, I, I can't quite remember the story, but I just want to say that I don't think Boris used taxpayers' money to um, to refurbish his house. And also him and Dominic Cummings are actually in, they're literally in IGB. It feels like they're in IGB with each really? other. And I hope that goes well for both of them. Yeah, so you know like Dominic Cummings, he has his blog, he'll be doing <laughs> And this person told me this. And if he wants to come to me, I got receipts. Like, that's mm. literally Dominic Cummins' vibe on his blog. So, if you guys want to check it out, go and check out what, what this DC XOXO Gossip God is saying. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Honestly, this is... You see, this is, again, I'd be staying out of rich people business or whatever. Um, although... That- I don't even like I want to say I mean they are definitely rich. You just I just don't look at him as somebody who's particularly wealthy just because he looks like scruffy McScruffs. Um but this is also the thing with Boris, like anyway, I can go into a really, a really long rant about like how his how like his image has been archetyped in a certain way to make him look like you can to make him just look it looks easy to underestimate. Yeah, he looks easy to underestimate. He's a very intelligent man. I know he's he a is. very, very intelligent person. Absolutely, absolutely. Is you can't be who you are and not be intelligent. You know what I mean? Mm. 
to be honest, actually another segue, you're going to like this one, right? Because okay, <laughs> so we're, we're talking place. about looking intelligent. Um, so he does not, mm. he's not as, he's actually much more intelligent than he looks. Mm. On the other hand, there are some people who really, there's not, it doesn't seem like much is actually going on up in there. And your sense is really questionable, but you're looking oh, dapper as hell, you're carrying yourself. Basically, Paul from Blue oh, Therapy. She's second away. You see okay. him, oh, the way he's wearing, he's, he's wearing, he's wearing, he looks so put together. He looks like a man who's got his stuff. Like, as in, you look at him, you want to put respect on his name because he looks the part. And then he opens his dead, sticky, smelling mouth. Okay, let's just caveat this. Apparently, we found out yesterday that Blue Therapy is fake, but I thank let's God. go on the characters that we see. On the character, no, I have to, I was honestly saying, I thank God it's fake because, I mean, while in one on one hand I'm thankful that that's that was is fake because the the therapist is actually an actress. Yeah. Um, nowhere on her profile does it say qualified therapist. So mm. um, I know psychology degree or nothing like that. So she's she's Wait. not actually real. What? I just realised people might not know what blue therapy is. Yes. Michelle, do you want to let them know what blue therapy is? Okay, from my limited understanding of it, because I've actually not watched the whole thing, <laughs> but I get the premise of it, right? So it seems, yeah. so, you know, it seems like, first of all, folks, <laughs> actually, let me describe it as I experienced it. <laughs> so one of, our, one, of our, one of our girlfriends sent a link to our group chat about this show mm. that's on YouTube, mm. starring Chioma from our not-so-beloved youtube show back chat bk chat as some of you might know it so it seems like first of all break off break off tv show or something like that it was hikey hikey giving yeah. me giving me love and hip-hop uk vibes it gives, major love and it gives me love and hip-hop uk vibes table. because it's when they in the confessionals going i just don't know why he's first of all he didn't i'm like raw so they've actually done and they've taken that they've taken the idea of like i mean it, it, it looks good it does look good i see what they've done there so it's giving me reality tv show um but this one is very much like couples coming into therapy like sitting with a quote unquote therapist relationship Mm. potentially like more who specializes in relationships between people which is not actually real um sorry to burst the bubble of people who are listening and going yeah it's not real um and so this can be real no way and so chioma is the only one i actually know on the show is chioma because she was she was um um, in back chat and she's Mm -hmm. with her she brings her what i think is a real life boyfriend um of Mm. hers i I don't know if that i think they're actually a real real couple but it's just the 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 I don't know. Anyways, it's not actually real. Maybe their issues aren't actually real. So they're just depicting what a real life relationship situations could be. Um, are mm. who knows if they actually if some of it is true. Who knows? But mm. and they basically talk about it. So one person seems to have been the instigator of them coming to this therapy. Um, mm. So in this, in Chioma's case, is Chioma bringing her man into therapy to discuss his um, prioritization of a certain image a certain lifestyle um, and Can how and that is neglectful to her right. and she's basically given the whole like yeah you just care about how I look to other people I mean how you look it's all about looks but you're not really giving me much attention you're just and he's basically get, giving her the well if you want me to graft and graft well you know money I think we made yeah honestly can, can I <laughs> So, someone had a tweet and I screamed at it like right. but like somebody was just like even though this is fake 
um, Chioma and Paul's relationship reminds me of what I see these wealth building couples. Like, <laughs> we're together for wealth, power couple. That's what I imagine their dynamics actually are like to oh, some degree absolutely. behind closed doors. And, I, and I'm strongly of that impression of like, where like it's all of this image gang, mm. imagery. Um, I'm living beyond my means. And this is mm. not in the way that we, as in like, you know, like on a average Joe's have, might have issues of maybe like a little bit overspending. This is chronic overspending. This <laughs> is like, nah, this is not like, oh, I bought Nando's when I said I shouldn't be buying Nando's. This one is, I am buying what Gucci watch. Good, good Prada bucket watch, hat whatever <laughs> Prada bucket hat when my account says I could go to Lidl mm. so you know and I think that's she's first started she came out off the bat of Blue Therapy tearing his singlet and as me Michelle knows Michelle knows how I get when I watch reality TV now we actually used to get into how Veronica gets when she watches reality TV <laughs> my demeanor changes hey <laughs> <laughs> I cannot watch reality TV, not only for me, but for the good of... Remember Bad Girls Club and Uni? Oh, I was going to mention, Veronica's the one who... You're actually the one who got me onto Love Him Up. Veronica went to Bad Girls Club. For whatever reason, I was in front of a screen watching people scrap. The other one was screaming. And I was like, yelling dog shit at the screen. <laughs> I, oh, my God. That, that was a moment, Veronica. Bad Girls Club, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment that was a moment me and Michelle oh my god remember oh my god was it Sharon I forgot who she was and the other white girl we used to call ourselves the two I like I was on shit when I watched I would watch Bad Girls Club to recharge like, literally you know, like, giving, sometimes like, you just need that pump you need that pump, you need that pump. <laughs> <laughs> just watch you just watch the audience because all they do is they argue and fight <laughs> Uh, and I just start having the energy to tackle. Basically, I was, I was, I was forged. Like, we're God, God, we're we did that because we didn't even do it as a group. You know, it's a different thing if you're like, oh, let's. I'm sitting down with the girls. Maybe there's six of us. We're chilling. But the, me and Veronica will sit down. The two of us in bed like this, just watching Bad Girls Club. Bad Girls Club. And, you know, I need to set you the scene. We would watch Bad Girls Club and then we would eat Eba. To line our stomachs for the fighting. <laughs> Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days. Like, and so basically how this relates is that I cannot watch a lot of reality because like I have trouble with like, especially when there's a type of energy profile that I'm working on. I am working (laughs) on understanding, but there's an energy profile of when I can see someone that's been hard done by Mm -hmm. and then someone else that that they just need to scrap the person. Mm -hmm. And I can, I think that I'm very good at like, even though I don't like to implore this quite often in my life, and I like to watch my mouth, mm. I am very good at like intellectually scrapping somebody, just doing their dance, saying mm. "buzz, buzz, buzz, buzz." Let me let me lower your senses. Yes, yeah, so you just use words to Not slice them down team. to size. I'm just using words to mm. slice, slice them down, <laughs> and that's why I like bad girls clubs because they can do it with their hands. I'm learning. Hey, this is how you punch someone in the vagina. Like, oh, like you throw their bed outside the window and you throw it into the swimming pool. Oh my days! No, that just gives me. I saw a meme. It was Flashback. a meme. It was a photo. You know, like you know, on your on your settings, right? You know, when you go on your settings and like mobile data to on, yeah. Somebody, somebody changed yeah. that. Somebody did a meme and ch- and violence switched on. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> violence. Now please send it to me. Green button. I'm sending it to you right now. I love it. I was like, that's literally cheese violence. <laughs> <laughs> nah, violence needs to be on. Oh, my like, days. No, uh, but that shot... Okay, so I don't even want to spend too much time on it, but 
One first blue of all, therapy. Please yeah. not hate each other. Blue therapy. Yeah, so that's therapy. the premise of blue Charm therapy. Paul, hey, yeah. Never. They hate mm-hmm. no. Actually, Choma and Paul, I think, I don't think they hate each other. I don't get the vibe of hatred. I think Paul is condescending, controlling. He actually goes on, I mean, I think that again, now finding out it's fake. How can you? What is it that they bring? Because it seems like Choma's, I'm like, Joe seemed like a fiery babe who will tell you about your life. So how she sits mm-hmm. there with this man telling her, just the fact that she's whining waste in the club, like just the fact that she's actually just shaking her ass with her friends. She's not doing it in, and to be honest, you could do it wherever she wants to do it. It's her body. She does whatever she wants to do with her body. But it's the fact that I can't gyrate in a certain way because it sexualizes me and I'm only allowed to be sexy to you. Do you understand how very, d- in fact, let me not even start before my blood pressure starts to rise. I don't. I haven't this had enough food today. I can't watch today shows like this. To like, deal with this. I can't. My blood pressure will rise, <laughs> and like I, I was only able to watch it like this time. Like I, I, I've given up on a lot of reality TV. I like like very low level reality TV, but a lot of it it makes my blood pressure rise, and it's an energy profile. I'm learning how to contain and sustain for the best possible ways of when singlet tearing is needed, and when I need to cut <laughs> people down to size. I can't just be doing this as an average Joe. Nah, it's doling um, to just and not I'll be <laughs> to my computer screen. <laughs> just, I, I don't watch BK chat. I get no, riled up. Like, get, I, I get babe. angry. Some people, just, some people just need to tear all of their singlet and tell them that they're <laughs> dumb. No, I can't. I can't do it. That's the reason I actually couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. Like, I watched clips of it, and I was like, I can't watch this show because I'm gonna get angry. I'm gonna internalize things that I should be internalizing, only to find out it's exactly. fake. And so my blood pressure is just going up by how many millimoles of mercury for whatever reason, and to find out it's yeah, fake it's after. Nah, it's okay. Million, million, is millimeters of mercury. Um, and I was just like, nah, I'm not doing it. But also, I think that Deborah and what is it, Jamel, Jamil, they hate mm-hmm. each other. That one is hatred that one all i see in there is i think there's paul no love yeah, you think that paul hates Shoma? I d- maybe yeah i don't but Jamel I don't definitely hates someone. deborah <laughs> yeah, no, he hates her guts it's the way he looks at her it's just it's, it's his look it's, I mean, it's his face is saying a million words not a thousand a million his face is mm. saying i hate your guts i hate everything you stand for it's still it's did i stutter like as, mm. as if a look could punch somebody in the face, Deborah. It, it, she's she's got she's collected bear punches in that conversation. I'm like really. this man looks at you like you know sometimes you look at somebody like oh they're looking at me with affection. This man doesn't look like he gives contempt. a crap about whether you contempt. You don't give it. You don't give a heck. I'm like if this is a real life cut, if this is real dynamics, you lot should have broken up a year ago. You right now this is resentment, contempt, hatred. He hates you. Sleep with one eye open. <laughs> can be poisoning you in your sleep. Literally. Anyway, guys, I hope I hope I hope that's like enough incentive for you guys to watch blue therapy if you want to. If you want um, to, if you want to, if you want to laugh, but if you're if you can't handle the smoke, maybe don't. If you're currently struggling with potential like genuine like blood pre- like anger issues plus high blood pressure, maybe don't go there because you will raise your BP. And if you like to protect your peace, like if you like to, protect, I think these shows deliberately like even like watching DK chat, I would. Uh, I knew it in my soul I can't keep doing this Like nah. And I would watch it <laughs> No bro for watching it Going I shouldn't be here <laughs> I shouldn't be here Like Why is it Like because like The thing is that All of these people Now I realise Like what mm. age were they When they were doing that These people are old they're, Like they're Yeah old, These you know, people they're are Our age and above like, Having stupid arguments About body count And about like Sexuality with people People that one don't even have the fucking range. None of you people in that room have the fucking range. Yeah. But like are very like 
you know, maybe I need to, maybe I need to shift some of my energy profile before I need to be able to watch these shows again. But I don't think you need even to. Even love and hip hop. <laughs> mm, no. I don't think I need to. I'm I don't think we need to. Like, I genuinely, no, no. I wouldn't watch it because I'm it doesn't add up. anything to my life. All it does is it literally exposes me to how much stupidity there is in the world. And I can do without knowing how much stupidity there is the in the world. I can't, yeah, Honestly. I could do with it. Like, but also like, ugh, it, it makes, it also makes me grateful for, for the people I have around me because when you think of how vast and how popular such rhetorics are and such ideologies and such opinions and such behaviors, when you think about how common this is actually, like this is more of the norm than what I think. I feel privileged to not have to deal with some of this stuff, even just by, by, by exposure, like by exposure. Like I honestly speaking, I'm like, it's stuff like this that makes me really think, believe that the bar is truly beneath Satan's seat. It's like when I see it, I internalize it and I lose hope. (laughs) But um, I'm yelling because that's the truth. Because honestly and truly with this whole like, yeah, yeah. This actually brings us on to something actually really, really cute. Like we haven't done Frick of the Week, as you guys will have realized. We're trying to move it to the end because we (laughs) realize that when we start with Frick of the Week, it's just on a Debbie Downer. It's not feeling vibesy. It's feeling a bit negative. Yeah. So we're trying to move it to the end so that we can just do prick of the week at the end. Um, but I'm already yeah, riled up by something. speaking about 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 this man. So don't worry, I'm charged up now. You know what? I I've, got that, I could, I've, got, I've got something that can cool you down. We've what? got the Dark Skin Society CEO Idris. Idris, damn some Idris. I hope, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Michelle. Michelle's launching. She's launching. Basically, okay, so I feel, okay, so, right, Veronica came to try and shit on my parade this afternoon, but it's okay, I'm going to start with the positives, <laughs> I'm going to start with the positives, okay? Please, I love picture of this man. <laughs> Damson Idris is like, so I've been watching Snowfall, I have been binge watching Snowfall mm. in the last week, I've been put on it, I was put on it by um, A Babe of Life. You were put on the show? I was put on the show by a babe of life mm-hmm. and and I've been watching it and I've really been getting on to like getting into it because again after watching Line of Duty I just felt purposeless like what else am I supposed to do with myself and then I was introduced oh, wait, to the show oh did you finish Line of Duty? I did I was disappointed I don't want to talk about it um okay. and, but Damson Idris is like I basically I used to watch him I started watching him from the days when he used to do his skits and he used to do the, one of the significant memories I have of him actually is him being able to cry on cue like he'll just be looking he'll do one of his skits and then all of a sudden his eyes would water and he'd just start blinking mm-hmm. rapidly and crying on cue and it's funny he was really funny on Instagram his Instagram skits and stuff um, and, and I don't know maybe Vine I don't even know if Vine was even a thing at that time so and maybe mm-hmm. Facebook who knows but those videos were everywhere that's where I knew him from he was doing these comedic skits and of course mm-hmm. he made it to Hollywood somehow somehow and I the reason I have particular like love for him so he is a star mm. or one of the stars of that of the the, the um show on BBC I play called Snowfall. Um mm. if you're interested, you can check it out. But um it's about uh, basically cocaine. Um but it's interesting, you know, it's <laughs> very interesting. Mm. And just watch he's a fantastic actor. That's one thing I can say. He's really, really good. Like he deserves all the accolades. But he gives me vibes of like how I, I love him. The way I love him is like it's like somebody, like a partner or a friend or a family member who went to go and graft. He went away 
to to try and find success in the in the, you know I wish and then and then he came and and it's paid off like he's actually gone and won and he's come back I'm like that's like he, he feels like a national like a treasure maybe not national but he feels like a treasure because he's gone and he's put he put the work I mean, in come back and he's come back and he's just and he's getting his he's getting his recognition he's getting his accolades his skin is looking clear he's looking hella cute but but. Okay. I just want to say, I wish you guys could see Michelle say she is looking longingly into the window. <laughs> like she just, she, she's looking like, you know, that meme of like when, when, when my husband goes to war, like she's, like she's emphatically like looking at the window going, he's giving I'm, me clay. I'm so <laughs> proud of him. I'm just so proud, I'm of, so him. proud of him. I'm so proud okay, of him. Wait, let, but let, let, then Veronica... Veronica then, Veronica then came to scatter. So basically, there have been whisperings, you know, or mutterings about how people are very distracted by how glowing, how glowy and shiny Damson is looking these it. days. But he's tweet tweets like a one of those fake inspirational pages. He's like a little bit corny, basically. And Veronica had the temerity; she had the gall. And the temerity to send me a I will not be video. I will not be disparaged on this platform. <laughs> <laughs> to send me a video of him sappy singing to fe- fellow kitty. He was listening to fellow kitty. He has his hair in cornrows. And he's looking corny as fuck. And I was like, why would you have to tarnish this image I had of him? Why would you do that? That's the equivalent of spoilers. Like, oh no, the spoilers. <laughs> If, guys, if you want to see, it's on his own Instagram. That man is a cornball. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Veronica, man. The and first I am the... corny. <laughs> it is the new level of corny. The way Veronica broke it down as well. She broke it down to even the way his ha- his fingers were moving, the way he grazed his head and his cornrows. <laughs> now Veronica is currently she's literally she's in face palm mode right now. <laughs> And she's remembering. Like the thing, <laughs> the thing is that as, as you know, the thing is as as <laughs> I can see where he wanted to go with it, but as one fellow awkward, <laughs> awkward corny soul to another, I'm like, you took it too motherfucking far. <laughs> like that's how I feel. <laughs> as an awkward corny person to another, <laughs> my nigga, you took it too motherfucking far. And you meant this year he is turning 30. Leave him alone. Bursting my my bubble. I will not rain on anyone's bread. I I still love him. All I need to do is watch one more more episode of Snowfall and I'll be back to reset. Mm. (laughs) What I will say though is that I just want to say that like, um, I know like there's a lot of discourse that goes on generally like within the African or um, African-American space of like black British actors coming over, um, coming over to the US and like taking big roles or like being cast in, not taking, being cast in big roles. And I know there's a lot of like discourse around this. The only thing I will say is that I rarely find African-American people that can do a very good black British accent that doesn't sound like, oh, I am going to the shops to go and buy some tea. Yeah, um, you don't say that. Pick no cherry Yeah, there's no, there's, there's no nuance. <laughs> there's no nuance. <laughs> or like, and so I would say that I know that there's like, there's structural, again, inequalities. Look at us mm. making a full circle. There's structural inequalities that exist in both environments that mean that sometimes 
um, black British actors, they are seen as being more coveted than like American actors. But also I just want to say that black British actors fucking slay. They have yes, fucking they range. Like they, yes, they are they very, very, very talented. And okay, you can talk about why they are this talented, but at the end of the day, they are this talented and we gonna slay. And, and I stand them. I stand the black British mafia. I'm a bit impartial, but I think we're one of the best diasporas, so <laughs> period. But yeah. like, I I stand the Black British Mafia, and I just want to say the DSS, aside from the corny, you know what it was with Dancing Idris? I was on my Explore page this morning, and that <laughs> video just popped up. It's like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, <laughs> he's just in his zen like, mode. No, Veronica, don't enact it. Don't even do it. No, exactly. don't do it. it. <laughs> no, it's not there. Not the <laughs> I was like, who the, hell, who the hell has been liking this stuff that is popping up? Because I just about have recalibrated how I view this man because I don't watch Snowfall. So I don't see what you guys see. Mm-hmm. So I'm just recalibrating what I view. All I see of him is on social media. And obviously, if that's the image you have of him, oh, it's very stupid. Yeah, it's very stupid. I'm not in a way. He's just a cutie. Like, he's just he's a, a cutie. He's a real big cutie. He's, he's a, a real, real big cutie. cutie. And I'm just really, honestly, I'm but proud like, of him. Let me not lie. Let me not lie. Let me stop even policing Black Boy Joy. Um, yeah, he's, he's how is Black Boy Joy vibe. Back. And then how he's showing it? He's showing it because he's showing you know, it, yeah. And maybe he yeah, actually I is a cornball. Like going weakness online. Yeah, he is a corn. Yeah. Maybe he actually is a cornball, but mm. you know what? And we're, we're willfully blinded, willfully, you know, because it and seems like on, go for if you go through his tweets, very much life inspiration. You know, Zen. It's like, is this a fake account? It's very much like Zen. It's the thing that when you combine it with the videos, <laughs> honestly, and then when you combine that with the videos that you see online of him, it doesn't paint a very good image. But anyway, all I want to say is that it's his black. That's his black boy joy, and lets him live in his black boy joy. Yeah, all I want to say, Daniel Kaluuya, Daniel Kaluuya. Now he can get it. Not, why does it in American accent? Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. He is. He is somebody who's actually. He's got. He's not. He doesn't give me cornball vibes at all. I watched an interview. He gives me of awkward him defending, sexy, and I love awkward sexy. Yeah. sexy. I know that's your bag. <laughs> from, from yeah, that's awkward that's sexy from, from, is my fucking bag. Yeah, it is. It is uh, awkward sexy with a dash with a dash of road. If, he's, if there's no road Veronica from the day Veronica told me and Veronica, I'm exposing you to the people from the day you told me you fancied Rick Ross is when I thought something is a bit question. Okay, so I just want everybody to come forward and say, like, just Rick Ross is doing that. He said, come forward. <laughs> Veronica was telling me, anyway, he's like, Rick Ross. My I was actual like, type, like, like guys, when I, when I actually say what my, my actual type is, my, t- my actual type is not good for me. It will lead me into a land of trapping, and I don't want to be there. So my actual type, my actual type is not good for me. And the type that I actually have to have, like, there's a worldly type, yeah. I have to focus on the worldly type because yeah. yeah, yeah. Veronica's types are sometimes she's just like, Yeah, don't you just I'm like Veronica, you're alone in this bag. You are alone in this. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, Daniel Kaluuya I'm smiling. Is, yeah, no, no, Daniel Kaluuya I'm like it's just his his energy. Like, I don't know, there was an interview I was watching of his because I was just saying, like, he 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 was defending something that he said. I, I'm not going to quote or say what he said. He was defending something that he said that came across as a certain way, and he was like, mm. but he's he was standing by what he said because he knows what he meant when he said it. 
And actually, mm. if you take it out of context, absolutely, you'd have an issue with it. But it's the way he defended mm. it. And he didn't just he didn't just go, let me explain. He gave a scenario. He says, so basically, mm. you have Edna, you have this. She says this. What would you do in that situation? He, the way he broke it down, you just go like, I can tear your pants. My sister keeps doing this thing where she's very attracted to somebody. She goes, just want to tear their pants. I'm like, Mildred, <laughs> stop choosing violence. <laughs> But it's just kind of it, 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 it really kind of expresses The desire by just saying I just want to tear his singlet But in a good way In a good way Yeah Yeah so anyways okay, Good I luck think, for the I Black Brits we're on, we're on the, Good luck for the Black Brits uh, <laughs> We love you, we see you, we stand you um, I just want to do say That like now that we're in a good enough vibe We should probably do Prick of the Week Yes okay We should Zen. probably do Prick of the Week um, now that we're now they're a bit zen, then we can take it to tearing of singlet. Again, we won't make this too long, but you know, prick of I the had week. everything opened. Prick okay, of the week. I'll start yeah, with my prick of the week just because I've already mentioned mm-hmm. him, so I won't be there for long. My prick of the week mm-hmm. was prior to finding out that this situation was mm-hmm. fake. So unfortunately. I didn't have time to think of anybody else, but this was the person mm. I was thinking as prick of the week. Um, was was actually I was gonna say Paul's prick of the week. Um, because I don't know, like I feel like you're so convincing, convincing if this is fake, but you're so convincing. So surely you must have that like I feel I suspect that there may be some truth to the way he his outlook. And 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 that's a problem. So I'm like, for men, so I won't say Paul, I would say Paul presenting men. So Paul, if you're presenting as yourself, you're a prick. And men who present like Paul and share the same views as Paul, if you've watched Blue Therapy, narcissistic in nature, entitled, thinking that your Very woman is only, exi- like she can only be sexy to you, she can't be sexy to the world because what the world should be poking their eyes out. Because not going to lie, men and women and everybody in between will fancy your baby, she's attractive. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, and, and, and and you just have to, she has to exist in her own. She doesn't just exist to please you. So anybody who, it's just the entitlement, it's the actual audacity to express such Mm. views as well. So if Paul isn't like that, then that's good for him. I'm proud. I'll be happy. But for Paul and Paul presenting men. All I do want to say. Pricks. Exactly. All I also want to say is that, like, I don't always think that Paul presenting men come with the same ferocity as Paul does. So Paul has a lot of. Yeah, yeah, I do reckon. Because, like, Paul has a lot of ferocity. Like, there was one, there was, like, a statement that Paul said, and I was Mm. just like, There was one statement that Paul said, um, like, even the whole thing of, like, self-entitlement and narcissism, that believing, even though, you know, we we now know it's fake, but when we first watched it, when it first came out, we assumed that the therapist was, um, the therapist was a real therapist. But Mm -hmm. even the whole thing about Paul going, um, like, are you even qualified? Like, what's your success rate? Mm -hmm. I often think about the ways that, like, narcissism doesn't always show up as vehemently or as apparently or with as much vigor as we might know it to be there are different shades of everything like Mm -hmm. just because something is a light yellow doesn't mean it's not yellow it's just Mm -hmm. light yellow and so yeah I'm thinking of that when I'm just like yo also Paul presenting men that present in different shades that might not be as ferocious but we still see you and we see you we see you we see you yeah so that's why that actually leads me 
That actually leads me really, 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 really well onto like my prick of the week, who is actually Noel Clark, mm. um, who is somebody who we wouldn't have initially assumed. Um, mm. If you guys didn't know, Noel Clark has been accused and rightly so. I hate it when we have to use this language of uh, accused and allegedly, but I understand because me and Michelle, we cannot, we cannot handle no suits or we cannot handle them. <laughs> If you come to me for this, I will, I will dash you 20 pounds. <laughs> That's very bad, was it? Please. Let's be moving and shaking. <laughs> but like, yeah, but I understand, I understand the, like why you have to say allegedly and um, all of these things, but he has been um, accused of being a sexual predator, accused of sexual harassment, mm-hmm. um, un- uh, indecency, flashing himself to people or just having like really, really awful practices on set mm-hmm. where he's been filming, where like, he's been having overly gratuitous sex scenes um, where he'll be filming women in or filming the person that he's obviously um, acting the scene with in very compromising um, situations that make it look a bit like pornographic mm-hmm. that really also in turn, um, like it's, it's just, it's just like really, really bad poor practice. And this man has been accused of doing this since like the early 2000s. So if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's like 2004 uh, bear with me. Let me just actually go through the um, go through like, but like the the long list of like how he's been accused with the of, of um accused of all these things, like asking people to come to his hotel room, like do it, like doing this absolute crap shit of like fuck ton of idiot, like of abuse of power, mm. really leads me into the way that. Men, no matter what marginalization you come from, often add into dichotomies of power or people in power abuse their power regularly in a way to kind of like affirm who they want to be in this world. Mm -hmm. So like, look at the way Noel Clark, I know loads of people online might have this stupid conversation and luckily it's a conversation that I haven't come across, but I know might be happening of people saying, well, like Noel Clark, they're like coming against him because like he's a black man and he's got- Oh, I've heard that narrative. 20 women. I've heard that. I I, I actually have managed to heard, to heard, wow, to hear someone go, you know, I know to heard, since this is that time, into rap. Mm. Um, I've managed to hear that, that, that it's, oh, some, some people will have the argument of, of them trying to bring down a black man. I'm like, if the black man is, is oppressive and uh, oppressing people, he comes down. Nobody is be, down. nobody is beyond down. being Bring brought down. down. Black or yeah. not, I like it, it, just because you're disadvantaged doesn't mean you can't cause you can't oppress people. Mate, like when when people have that stupid fucking narrative, I always need to like remind like people that might come from African countries or look at like African countries. Like mm-hmm. it's so easy when you're living in the West to attribute negative and rightly so, negative practices to people of a certain race because regularly they do perpetuate them. But then you often feel, you often forget the ways that people within the same groups as you also perpetuate those narratives Mm -hmm. because of those same things of like, oh, power struggles, or I want to show that I'm dominating you, or I want to I want to let you know that I'm the big boss. I've I've got it. I I am the man. I I am the cuckoo. You know, like look at the way that like loads of African nations are like people within some of these African nations are being persecuted by people of their same ethnic groups. So what's the truth there? If you're saying, oh, because he's a black man, ah, are these people not black? People are they not like are they not from the same ethnic group? Sometimes even same religion as you. So what's the truth? So what's Those the actual truth? 
of course, there's something to there, there. There might be something that might be said about this. Um, Kelechi was talking about this on her podcast as well. So I would advise any of you to go and listen to that. There might be something that could be said about like the speed in which people have mobilized to kind of like d- d- um, take some action. But the pro- the point isn't that action has that action shouldn't be taken because he's a black man. The point is that this is how people should be moving speedily no matter what happens. What? Exactly. No matter, if, if even one woman comes to you and says all of this bullshit, like, you have to take them down. I also want to, like, fling absolute prick of the week to the bastards who fucking knew about these allegations that happened with No Clark, but still gave him the Lifetime Achievement Award because they were like, well, we can't prove it. And then now that everything's come out, they're like, oh, we will rescind the award. But you, but you fucking knew about that before it happened. Yeah, you fucking optics. knew about it before these it happened. They're more concerned with optics. They literally, because when it looked bad, it's like, okay, this could now be bad for us. People don't give a heck about what's actually going on. It literally how it could be, how it could be, but now it looks bad, so we have to rescind it. If it wasn't, if the if the, the, the media didn't, if it wasn't blown up the way it was, and if if more allegations didn't keep coming, this man would have just been there enjoying his achievement. Bruh, and it, it's actually sickening. It's actually sickening. So, like, no Clark, like, and even that somebody that presents, that's a really good example of something we were touching on earlier, about mm-hmm. somebody that presents as a nice guy, someone that presents as somebody that, like, is um is all of these, is, isn't all of these things, but, like, you know, like, everybody has different shades themselves. Mm-hmm. And obviously the shade that comes across to many women that has worked, that he has worked with, has obviously been one of predation, being one of narcissism, being one that causes harm. So I just think that, yeah, we could all just check our energies and that would be great. And so pretty yeah. week, Noel Clark, the bastards and narcissistic men. Narcissistic men, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that brings us that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And mm. I will let Veronica do the wrap-up this time. Yeah, I will be doing the wrap-ups. Um, so <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please re- remember to check us out. Um, use the hashtag, I don't know, to be honest, pod on all platforms. So you can keep up with the conversation and we can see what you say. Um, you can follow us on all of our socials. That's I don't know, TBH pod. Um, we are on TikTok, we are on Instagram, we are on what else? Say Twitter. Yeah. TikTok, we're on TikTok, Instagram. Instagram. We're on Twitter. I had to think. I was like, mm-hmm. Zoom? Oh no. TikTok, Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> we are on Zoom. <laughs> um like if you're listening to us on Apple Pods, please do remember to um like and give us a five star review. Uh, five star, five stars, and if you can give us a review, we would love that, and we would be so grateful. That's what really helps our podcast to be pushed to new people. Um, also, if you're listening to us on Spotify, do you remember to click follow? Because bears of you listen compared to the ones that follow. It's a bit like it's a bit skewed. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit, it's a bit skewed. Yeah, a let's bit please. Skewed. So let's make please, the energy consistent. Thank you. Let's make the energy consistent. We would love that. We'd love that. It would really help our pod, and that'd be so great. Thank you. Um, yeah, but yeah, we love you guys um and thank you so much oh oh also remember if you have any dilemmas um you feel free to contact us by email that's i don't know tbhpod at gmail.com or alternatively if you go into any of our social media you will see like a link tree link and um it is in our bio on like most podcast platforms but if you click that you will get access to our what am i trying to say you will get access to our google form that you could anonymously submit some dilemmas so we can yeah 
Yeah. So that's all from us. I that's hope you enjoyed this episode. Us. See you in a week and a bit. No, in a week, two weeks. <laughs> See you in two weeks. <laughs> Why will we be discussing something else that we really don't need that? Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. See you in a week.